Cover Zero podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells, and another week down, another week closer to week one of the NFL season. However, this is a big week for the NFL. It is the combine. It is a lot of people's first chance to really see these players up close. I'm going to put up close in air quotes there because obviously majority of us will be watching from our TVs, but This is honestly one of my favorite times of the year in the NFL. I love the combine. I love watching these physical freaks of men who are just faster. Like these are honestly some of the best athletes on the planet and we get to watch them. And half of these guys won't even make it to the league. That's how elite the athlete you need to be in the NFL. Uh, I love watching it. I will be watching it comfortably from my couch, eating good food while I judge these people and say, that's not good enough. Wow, that was slow. You only ran a 4-6? How could you? Meanwhile, here's me, who I don't even know if I could crack a sub 6-second 40, but we'll find out at my fantasy combine this year. That's something that I'll have to bring up at some point, but for now, that can wait. Uh... This week's episode, though, just me. Uh, My work schedule, again, is fucking me. Hopefully this is the last storm of the season. Knock on wood for that, but I'm just so done with winter. I'm so done with this job. I'm never doing it again. Don't tell my work. But, um, yeah, so just me this episode. Uh, I'll go over league news and notes over the last week, and then I will end it with... Five players to watch at the Combine coming up. Uh, These are players who are just freaks athletically, freaks in size, uh, who should steal the Combine. These players should all be rising up draft boards as soon as this week is done. Um, I'm excited for it, so I guess let's just get right into it with some uh, news and notes from around the league. Well, since it is Combine Week, let's start off with some Combine news. Uh, Bryce Young has said that he will not throw at the Combine and will opt to throw at his Pro Day instead. I don't really think that this is news. Uh, Some people will say that uh, this is going to affect Bryce Young's stock negatively. That makes no sense. Uh, Throwing against air, practice throws, I mean... Most QBs should be able to look phenomenal in those drills. So Bryce Young, we already know his only question is his height. That's the one thing about the combine. I'm interested to see what he officially uh, weighs in at and what his official height is. Uh, We'll move on from that, though. Uh, Potential retirement news. Uh, Miami corner Byron Jones, who did not play uh, a single snap last season because of Achilles surgery that he had last offseason. He still hasn't fully recovered from that. He sent out a couple tweets basically saying that since the surgery, he still can't run, still can't jump. Um, Essentially blaming it on... The trainers and all the pills and all the injections that they gave him and 
it's not working. Obviously, I wish him the best. Hopefully, he gets back to a regular life because, I mean, with the combine coming up, he was one of those combine freaks where his broad jump, I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was like 12-4 12, 12, something like that, broke a record. Uh, he had a great career. Hopefully, it doesn't end like this, but wishing all the best for Byron Jones. Uh, next up, we got some trade rumors. Jalen Ramsey, uh, it looks like the Rams are trying to ship him out. I don't blame the Rams. Your Super Bowl window has closed. You should be looking to rebuild, recoup assets. Um, I think Jalen Ramsey's at a $17 million cap hit right now. He did say that he does want a new contract, though, if traded. Uh, we'll see. Jalen Ramsey's still obviously one of the best corners in football. Anyone should be lucky to have him. We'll see what the market is for him. Uh, we got an internal hire. Uh, Matt Nagy, who is now the new Chiefs offensive coordinator after Eric Bieniemy left for the Commanders. Vacant offensive coordinator job and slash assistant head coach. But uh, this could this should come as a shock to absolutely no one. Uh, Matt Nagy was the Chiefs offensive coordinator before he took that Bears head coaching job. And then they drafted Mitch Trubisky and the rest is history. But, I mean, it's a good hire. He's been there before. He knows everything well. I mean, it's still Andy Reid's system and play calling at the end of the day. So, good job, Matt Nagy. Uh, and, uh, no, I'll go to this one first. Uh, more co- coordinator hires. Uh, Joe Lombardi and Vance Joseph are the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator now for the Broncos. Uh, the Broncos coaching staff has finally rounded out. Uh, Joe Lombardi back with Sean Payton. They have that connection uh, back from the New Orleans days. And Vance Joseph used to be the Broncos head coach four years ago. Now he's back as the defensive coordinator. That's a little weird, but... Uh, I like Vance Joseph. He was also the Miami Dolphins defensive coordinator at one point. He did a very good job. Uh, Joe Lombardi did not like the offense that he ran for Justin Herbert, but it is what it is. He's back with Sean Payton. Again, Sean Payton's going to be the one making all the play calling anyway. So um, let's see. We got some cuts to announce too. Uh, the Rams cut. Bobby Wagner saving uh, five million cap space. I was on record last offseason saying like I think Bobby Wagner's done. He's washed. He's definitely not washed. He's still a very good player in the league. Very good linebacker. He just can't cover anyone. But you want to run stuff, or you want a guy who's going to a big physical linebacker. Bobby Wagner's still your guy. Um, speaking of two other people who got cut, the Titans cut Taylor Lewan and. Bobby Trees, Robert Woods. Um, both of these cuts weren't shocking whatsoever. I mean, Taylor Lewan was owed, I think, like $14 million at zero dead cap. And, I mean, he's been so injured these last couple years. Uh, he's one of the better tackles on the market. If he wants to keep playing, he definitely can. I mean, the podcast is doing well for him, so I think he could just lay back on that. But I think he's still got that competitive edge in him, still wants to play. Uh Robert Woods just did not work out with the Titans whatsoever. Was hurt the entire year. Um, He'll get a contract somewhere, probably as like a wide receiver three, maybe a low end two, but he'll find a job somewhere. I'll be interested to see where he goes if he has anything left in the tank. Uh, 
And last cut of the day, or of the week anyways, notable one anyways, uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, uh, the one-year disaster. Not a, not a disaster. I guess they went 500 or 8, 8, and 1, whatever you want to call that. But yeah, Carson Wentz is now gone. Uh, the commander saved $20 million from that, but I don't know what the market is for Carson Wentz at this point anymore. He's definitely not a starter. I don't know who would bring him in as a backup. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's tough to be a QB out there. I don't know what kind of deal he'll get. He should still be a backup in the league, but that's it for his starting days are done. Um and last NFL note to announce. Uh so Netflix announced they're doing a new show called Quarterback. First of all, terrible name, but uh, it's essentially, uh, if you've watched F1's Drive to Survive, or there's a golf one that just came out that's following around a bunch of different golfers, and essentially it's that. So Netflix teamed up and they followed around Pat Mahomes, incredible, especially with the Super Bowl run they had, Kurt Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. So I think Pat Mahomes will be interesting. I'll be interested to see how much Jackson Mahomes is involved in it and how his wife comes across off camera. Because Twitter and media, like, everybody hates her. But I don't know. I'm definitely going to watch this. Like, if you're a fan of the NFL, you should watch something like this. Uh, With Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins is a dork, but... He kind of owns that, so interested to see some of his personality come through on camera. And Marcus Mariota it was a tough season for him. Ended up basically ending early for him. I he might be retiring. I don't know. Again, I, that's just another quarterback where I don't know what his market's going to be like this off season. Again, probably a decent backup. But I always. Like, I'm an Oregon fan, even though I am wearing a Georgia football sweater right now. I'm an Oregon fan. I love Marcus Mariota when he was there. Heisman winner. I thought he was going to be one of the next great quarterbacks in this league. Not even close, but... Uh, yeah, I think that'll be an interesting show. I like that they're doing this. Uh, hopefully they get better people for next year. But hey, they got the best quarterback in football right now. So that's a win. Okay, let's get into some draft talk here. So, as I mentioned, the combine starting this week. So, I went through, I found five guys who I think are going to be absolute freaks this week. Uh, I'm excited to watch them. And I got reason why I'm wearing this Georgia sweater is because I got two Georgia football players on this list. And I'll start with one at number five. We got Darnell Washington out of Georgia, the tight end. Uh, 67270 basically this is the answer if if LeBron James chose to play football out of high school this is what we get um now I will say Darnell Washington is not nearly as athletic as LeBron I would say no one is but uh he runs a 4640 at that size that is absolutely incredible uh didn't get the most receiving touches at Georgia. I mean, they had so much there, but in the run game, holy shit, you do not want to get in his way. He will run you over. Uh, 
This is a guy that I would like Miami to possibly draft in the second round, but we'll see if he's there. We'll see if his combine performance shoots him up. But yeah, I'm excited to see what a 6'7", 270-pound tight end does in the NFL. It should be fun. Should be fun. Um, Next guy up, I have another tight end. I got Luke Musgraves, Oregon State. Uh, So he's clocked in at 6'6", 255. Um, and at the Senior Bowl a couple weeks ago, uh, he got clocked in at 20.05 miles per hour. Uh, he was the heaviest player, like, took, or, bleh. He was the heaviest player to get over that 20 mile per hour mark. Uh, the second heaviest player was 231, and as I said, Musgraves 255. That's fast. That is very good speed at that size. Uh, he has a chance to run a 4-4, and only five other tight ends have done that in the history of the Combine. So here's a guy who could start shooting up some draft boards with a good performance uh, this coming week. Uh, we'll move on, though. Next up, we got Andre Carter the second out of Army. Uh, 6-7-260. Again, th- these are just all absolute freaks. Um, 6'7", 260. In 2021, he had 18 and a half tackles for loss and 15 and a half, 15 and a half sacks. Um, didn't have that great of a senior season, uh, mostly due because of injuries. And of course, he got double teamed a shit ton this season because who else does Army have on their team? But this is a guy, again, 6'7", 260, who will put up some insane testing numbers and yeah, that's a name that you'll be hearing on day two of the draft, 100%. Uh, moving along, though, uh, we got Maisie Smith out of Michigan. Uh, defensive tackle, 6'3", 3, 325. Um, if you don't know, Bruce Feldman, uh, great writer, but uh, he writes for The Athletic. He puts out a college football freaks list at the start of every season, and this guy was number one. Maisie Smith was number one on that list. Um, Reading through that article, like, I could just keep going off, like, his strength accolades. Uh, He can do 22 reps of 325 on the bench, so at the combine, they do 225, so... Let's see how many. I mean, fuck, he should get 40 if we're being honest there. And this was the most impressive thing that I found about him, though. So at Michigan, they do this thing called, like, it's like a stair test thing. Essentially what it is is you jump up seven 26-inch high stairs as fast as possible. So that's jumping from one stair to one stair to one stair to one stair. Uh, He did that in 2.82 seconds for context. The record is 2.21, which obviously whoever was that was some running back or wide receiver, DB, who's probably 150 pounds less than him. Uh, And Aiden Hutchinson, who obviously tremendous rookie this year, second overall pick uh, last season. So he did it at 2.57 and Hutch is 60 pounds lighter than Maisie Smith. Um... Yeah, this is a guy, solid run stuffer. Uh, 
he's going to blow up at the combine. I think a lot of people are going to look at how he moves, how strong he is, and will just be like, we can build off that guy. So, uh, he's number two. And last but not least, uh, Keely Ringo out of Georgia. Uh, corner, 6'2", 210. So when we talk about that size at corner, like that is A1 and... He also, he has legit track speed. So in high school, he ran the 100 meter in 10.43 and the 200 in 21.18. Again, in high school. So this guy has legit 4.3 speed at 6.2210. Now, uh, so Keely Ringo was a guy who earlier in the season, you were seeing him top 10 in mocks, always in first rounds. Now he's not there. Um, I think this is a chance for him to get his stock back on track. Um, I mean, fuck, I'd even love him at safety if we're being honest. I think his instincts are a little raw, but when you're that natural and talented as an athlete, you're going to make it to the NFL and you'll probably stick around for quite a bit. So those are my five guys that we should be looking for at the Combine this year. Uh I'm excited. Again, the combine's just one of those things. Just put it on. Watch football. Watch these guys. Watch Rich Eyes and just talk about these dancing bears. I miss Mike Mayock too. Well, that'll do it for another episode of the Cover Zero podcast. Yeah, that was a hell of a lot shorter than last week. I think by a whole hour and 20 minutes. Uh, likes to keep things quick and concise. Actually... I'll be able to do things for the rest of my afternoon now. But, um, yeah, so hopefully next week I can get more people on and do what I wanted to do for this week, which was final grades for the 2020 draft. Uh, if you don't know, that's the Burrow, Tur- Tua, Herbert, Jalen Hurts, that draft. Obviously, a lot of guys in the group chat with a lot of opinions on a lot of different stuff so hopefully we can have them on we can hash everything out we'll also give so yeah final grades and we'll redo the draft so if we have all the information that we know now go back three years and let's redo it let's see who goes number one it's still joe burrow if you say anything else you're just kind of wrong but after then then it's a debate but We'll get more guys on next week. I'm excited to watch the Combine. I am excited to watch all of those guys that I mentioned earlier. Um, it'll be good. Yeah, I'm happy to actually watch and see how some of these guys perform. It's exciting. The draft is always exciting. I need to get more into it. It's hard to get into it because of the Dolphins and fucking Stephen Ross tampering with Brady. I still can't believe it. Fucking moron, but... Uh, as always, if you've liked this, please like, share, retweet, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And until next time, peace.